Okay, it is 4 February. It's Sunday. I'm Charlie Garrett, and this is the CG Prophecy Report. Check it out. That and a lot of other things to go over on today's report. That just happened to work out that way because I didn't know that my granddaughter, I need to hold her even though she's asleep and she's going to start crying. I want to hold my grandbaby so everybody can say he actually held a child. Uh, Oh, let's see if we can get her face on. Look at that beautiful baby. So this is Isla, but I call her Charlie. This is... That's my little sweetheart. Okay, now you take her. She's not crying yet, so we'll see if we can avoid that. Oh, 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 got my arm under here. My little pumpkin. Has her own little pumpkin now. Okay, let's see here. I... uh, and still right now, I and uh, the web guy are putting uh, all of the sermons and studies up on Rumble, okay? And uh, he wanted me to say that while our sermons and studies are on YouTube and our CG report is on Rumble only, we're moving everything to Rumble so we have a second place where these things are available. Um, because we're doing this, and if uh, you know what you can do is you can, uh, when you're on Rumble, you have to give an email address just like you do on YouTube in order to subscribe and all that kind of stuff. But we would ask everybody to subscribe there and to use the Rumble account as much as possible. Uh, that way, you know, it'll just help uh, with everything that we're doing right now. And, you know, the way big tech is, you never know when you're going to disappear from some tech site. So that's why we're doing this is just in case something comes along in the future and they say, well, you're out of here. Okay. Cause they have a propensity for doing that on certain tech sites. If you know what I'm saying without saying it, because we're on a certain site right now, but please uh, go to rumble, look for the superior word, do a subscribe. And uh, uh, we're almost everything up. I've got every sermon loaded up. We also have um, a lot of the Bible studies up. They're not all up yet. I've almost finished Romans yesterday and I was just so tired after like 45 uploads and then 21 more this morning that I just had to, you know, take a break probably until Wednesday. But we'll get them all up, but get over there and get subscribed, and eventually we'll just have everything going there constantly along with YouTube. All right, we got some news from Israel, from the Times of Israel. Nearly all U.S. Senate Democrats, and this tells you that it's something that probably shouldn't happen, okay? All U.S. Senate Democrats back two-state solution for Israel and Palestinians. When they're in that much of an agreement, you know it's the wrong thing to do. That's just how it works in this world. An overwhelming majority of Biden's fellow Democrats in the Senate back a statement reiterating U.S. support of a two-state solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Here it is. 49 of the 51 members of the Senate caucus back an amendment supporting a negotiated solution to the conflict that results in Israeli and Palestinian states living side by side, ensuring Israel's survival as a secure democratic Jewish state and fulfilling the Palestinians' legitimate aspirations for a state of their own. The only two Democrat senators who did not sign on to the amendment were, believe it or not, because I thought he was going to be a total nutcase, and he is, but he got this one right, is John Fetterman, that's right. And the other one, another J, anybody? Joe Manchin. They're the two that actually have demonstrated some mental capacity of any kind up there. But there you go, Breitbart. 
United Nations repeats false Hamas statistics on Gaza civilians dead. They don't even check these things. They just take the numbers that are obviously the worst, and they say this is what's been going on. The UN parroted a Hamas statistic in describing the number of civilians supposedly killed in Gaza during the ongoing war. Repeating a claim by the Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry without distinguishing terrorists from civilians. The Gaza Health Ministry updated its death count to 25,900, but it did not say how many were combatants. The Times of Israel noted the figures are unverified and are believed to include close to 10,000 Hamas operatives Israel said it has killed during fighting on the Strip as well as civilians killed by misfired Palestinian rockets. They blew up their own people, and they're counting them in there as well. A ratio of roughly 1.5 civilians killed for every one terrorist is historically low. That is absolutely true. It is unprecedented in warfare, folks. And un yes, here it is, unprecedented in urban warfare. And it's not just them making the claim. People all over that are specialists in the United States military have said the same thing. It is also an improvement from the already low two-to-one ratio that Israel had estimated several weeks ago early in the Gaza invasion. So they are doing way, way, way above what they anybody else would be doing at this point in a war. Way above. Okay, from Ynet, Fauda star. This is a movie star or TV star in Israel. Uh, he was hurt. He was called up. He was down in Gaza. He was hurt. And here's what it says. Fauda star injured in the fighting. World, and this goes to something we talked about last week, and that's why I threw it in here. The world must know the truth. Hamas tunnels are in every Gaza home. Now, obviously, that's not an absolute, but they are everywhere, and the civilians were allowing this in their own homes. Yeah. Ahmedi was asked if he has a message for the ICJ in The Hague, which would publish its decision on whether to issue a ruling against Israel, which they did. This was a day or two before that. They did rule it. Uh, he said Israel's must continue to explain to the world that this is a just war and that we are facing an enemy that is not only the Hamas terror group, but also Gazans who were taught to hate Israel. We found tunnels and weapons everywhere we went, in homes, school bags, it is important that the world knows this. Well, the world does know this, but they will block it out. They will ignore it, and they will deny it. From the Times of Israel. Israel advancing deals with U.S. to purchase fighter jets, helicopters, and munitions. Defense sources told the Times of Israel that Israel's plans to procure a new squadron of 25 F-35I stealth fighter jets a squadron of 25 F-15IA fighter jets, the Israeli variant of the advanced F-15EX, and a squadron of 12 Apache helicopters were advanced during the discussions. The deals have not yet been signed. The procurement of the Apache helicopters follows lessons learned from Hamas's October 7th attack and the fighting in the Gaza Strip. There was no immediate timeline for the delivery of the fighter jets and helicopters, and previous such deals have taken several years for the first aircraft to be shipped. Israel is expected to push for faster delivery. As part of the discussions, the Defense Ministry also worked to advance the continued supply of American munitions amid the war. I don't know if you saw, but Bernie Sanders is trying to get it where they can't get any munitions without us regulating everything about this war. Now, he's just he's a lunatic. Yeah. At least... Uh, 250 cargo planes and more than 20 ships have delivered more than 10,000 tons of armaments and military equipment to Israel since the start of the war. 
all that armament, and they've had a very, very low kill ratio. I keep reminding you of that. Mm-hmm. Keep remembering to tell people that, that they what they are doing may have a lot of dead, but it's way less than would have happened anywhere else. And we're dealing with people that are fighting from their own homes, allowing tunnels in their own homes. Well, considering that, it's surprising that they don't have 10 to 1, but they don't. It's amazing what Israel is doing, the restraint that they are showing. They're the ones that are you know, going into foreign territory. They're the ones whose lives are really in jeopardy at this point. From the Times of Israel, Georgia lawmakers passed legislation defining anti-Semitism in state law. Why not? Anti-Semitism quadruples in France, spikes in UK after October 7th. Breitbart, anti-Semitic acts soar in Belgium and France since Hamas attack. Why not? European anti-Semitism is as high as in the 1930s, says a prominent Jewish leader. So there's a little bit on what's going on in that area. Okay, we got some news from Christianity. From the Christian Post, Christian Radio Network drops Alistair Begg after advice on attending same-sex weddings. This is something I want to read you and I want you to think it through and then I will give you what I think about it. A conservative Christian radio ministry has dropped Pastor Alistair Begg, somebody I love. He's got that Scottish brogue, which is just like ice cream on the ears. But um, they've dropped him from its programming lineup after he suggested Christians could attend same-sex weddings to build bridges with the culture at large. Okay, he's taking a side on an issue. It's a very difficult issue, obviously. Uh, You'll see more about it in a second. But uh, I will tell you what he did and then tell you what I would do, and we'll see if they match up. Beg 71 serves as senior pastor at Parkside Church in Cleveland, along with his radio ministry, Truth for Life, carried by nearly 1,800 radio stations nationwide. The controversy stemmed from a podcast back in September. Beg touched on a question he said a grandmother asked him about her grandson, who she said was about to be married to a transgender person, and whether she should attend the wedding. We feel questions all the time that go along the lines of my grandson is about to be married to a transgender person and I don't know what to do about this and I'm calling to ask you to tell me what to do, which is a huge responsibility. Now, we're in a church of not many people and we've got people online. It's mostly online, but it's a smaller church here in Sarasota. I know with all the applause and all the ohs and ahs, it seems like a giant (laughs) church, but we're rather small here. But just so you know, out of this church and the online people, I get this type of question all the time. Now, I can't imagine a guy that's got 1,800 radio stations, how many times he gets asked this. So what he says is very important, okay? It's important if he's right, and it's important if he's wrong. Um, So he's got the question put to him. And in a conversation like that just a few days ago, and people may not like this answer, but I asked the grandmother, does your grandson understand your belief in Jesus? Yes, Does your grandson understand that your belief in Jesus makes it such that you cannot countenance in any affirming way the choices that he has made in his life? Yes. Okay, so that's key right there. He says that such you can't countenance in any way affirming the choices. So you can't affirm it. And he says, do you have that stand with him? She says, yes. Okay. I said, well then, okay. As long as he knows that, then I suggest that you do go to the ceremony, and I suggest that you buy them a gift. Beg went on to explain the Christians not attending such a ceremony could reinforce judgmental stereotypes the culture holds about the church. So I will stop right there, and I will tell you, he is 100% wrong in his decision. 
In my view, that is 100% wrong. He says, does your grandson understand that your belief in Jesus makes it such that you can't countenance in any affirming way? Well, by going, you're affirming. That is exactly what is happening, and you must not do that. You must not affirm it. I don't want to get into any family things, but I can tell you that there are times in my life where things like that come up within the broader family that I have. And they know that I am not going to tolerate that type of thing. That's not acceptable, okay? They are my family member. That one individual family member may come to my house. Nobody else associated with such a thing is allowed in my property, okay? I'm not going to condone that, all right? That is how it is. But my family member is my family member. They can come and visit, and they can talk and all that, and I will counsel them on whatever they need. But just so you know, do not affirm these things, and he's contradicting himself in his own Three sentences right there. Those three sentences, he is contradicting himself. Do not affirm what you cannot affirm according to this book. Okay, if you disagree with me, that's fine. We will disagree, but I do not agree with his judgment here. I still like the guy. He's very responsible, but he's made a bad decision here. Okay, going on. I said, well, here's the thing. Your love for them may catch them off guard. But your absence will simply reinforce the fact that they said these people are what I always thought, judgmental, critical, unprepared to countenance anything. That is a, that is a waffling on your theology. Amen. This is what guides your life, not what people care about you. Yes. I don't care what anybody thinks about Charlie Garrett. I could yes. not care. What I care about is what yes. they think about this. Amen. And if I'm doing something that contradicts because I'm affirming it over here, then I am contradicting this with my own personal values. Once again, if you disagree, that is A-OK with me. I have no problem with Alistair Begg taking a stand. It's a wrong stand. Okay, that's what I feel about it. Um, These people are what I, okay, and it is a fine line, isn't it? Well, I don't see it as a fine line at all. And people need to work out their own salvation with fear and trembling, taking that completely out of context. That was not a good statement to say in this uh, particular uh, matter, but I think we're going to take that risk. We're going to have to take that risk a lot more if we want to build bridges. That's why we hand out tracts. That's why we talk to people about Jesus. That's why we tell people in our family that this is what Jesus expects, okay? I can go sit with the sinner. I have no problem with that. That's what Jesus did. But I will not, I guarantee you that Jesus would not have gone to a gay wedding. He would not have said, I cannot affirm what you are doing. Okay, he would not have done it. And I don't think any of us should either. But, um, uh, okay, so you get the point. I'll stop with that. Mail online. Veterans Affairs Supervisor is ordered to remove not today Satan. Not even a Bible verse. He's just saying, not today, Satan. It's ordered to remove that from her desk after civil rights complaint that described it as a grotesque Christian supremacist sign. And they caved on it. Unbelievable. The VA supervisor was pressured to remove the anti-Satanist sign after an employee with whom she did not get along threatened the organization. The employee, who referred to their boss as a hostile Christian supervisor, brought in legal counsel to advise on the matter. The FFRF, those or MRFF in this case, these people are absolutely crazy people. All you have to do is just say, that is not true, that is Uh, something we will challenge and they will back down as they have done again and again. But when people don't know that, what do they do? Boop, and then they get another win. Okay, you don't have to take that from people and you shouldn't. But this person was told to take off a stupid little sign about Satan. From the Christian Post, atheist group forces Georgia courthouse to remove longtime Christian flag. 
In response to receiving the letter, Crow forwarded the correspondence to county attorney. Holliday said the flag should be removed to avoid potential litigation. Once again, you're allowed to do it, but they don't want to have to go through the litigation. That is what these people bank on every single time. And when you cave, you're just losing your own rights to filth. Crow said the flag would reluctantly be removed. It had been located behind the judge's bench in the courtroom, and the pole it is affixed to is topped by a cross. No one knows for sure how long the flag was in the courtroom. The courthouse was built in 1938. And it suddenly becomes a problem, and they don't even they don't even contest it. From the Christian Post. Pope defends Vatican guidance on same-sex couples. Bless the people, not the union. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. NPR, religious nuns, not N-U-N, nuns, N-O-N-E. What is your religion? None. Religious nuns are now the largest single group in the United States of America. We've got some news from the Mideast and Africa today. Zero Hedge. Israel attacks Hezbollah airstrip believed built by Iran to launch drones. The only reason why I threw this in is because about five months ago I said they're going to blow this up. It's right 20 miles north of the border. I think it's 20 kilometers. Maybe it'll tell. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it has an Iranian flag on it. It wasn't like they were even hiding it. I said, this place is done. Okay. Israeli strikes have taken out an airstrip only 20 kilometers from the border with Israel. One can see Iran's flag, probably not anymore, flying on the runways from (laughs) which the Ayatollah's regime is using to plot against Israel. Hezbollah has said these attacks are a legitimate response to recent assassinations and repeated attacks on civilians in Lebanon and Syria. The tit-for-tat fire from both sides has been daily and slowly intensifying, but still hasn't broken out into any kind of all-out runaway war that many have feared. From Breitbart, U.S. stops funding. I'm laughing because my wife is climbing under the pulpit right now, so she- <laughs> The U.S. stops funding UNRWA after staff involved in Hamas October 7 terrorist attack. This happened at the end of last week and it's been building all week long. But just so you know, right now we are not funding them. Okay, the UNRWA, which Trump completely defunded from America, the uh, admin that is there now started funding it again against every normal thinking person's uh, request. And yet, We had what happened, and here we go. UN Chief Guterres is horrified by the accusations, and an urgent and comprehensive independent review of UNRWA will be conducted, said his spokesman. To protect the agency's ability to deliver humanitarian assistance, I have taken the decision to immediately terminate the contracts of these staff members and launch an investigation in order to establish the truth without delay. Any UNRWA employee who was involved in the acts of terror will be held accountable, including through criminal prosecution. They all are. They're all implicitly involved in it. This is the most corrupt organization of the most corrupt organization on the planet. These allegations come as more than 2 million people in Gaza depend on life-saving assistance that the agency has been providing since the war began. Anyone who betrays the fundamental values of the UN, that's like a joke there, also betrays those whom we serve in Gaza, across the region, and elsewhere around the world. The U.S. was the agency's biggest bilateral donor in 2022, contributing more than, here it goes, $340 million of your dollars to fund 
terrorists, which is exactly what they said would happen. They found out that is what has happened. You got UN people down in Rwanda or Uganda or Zambia or some other country. What are they known for most? Raping the women, right? I wouldn't give the UN a nickel. I'd charge them for being where they are. CBC, Canada pauses funding to UN relief agency over workers' role in October 7th attack. Jerusalem Post, Estonia, Japan joined nine other nations in suspending UNRWA funds. It went on and on all last week. I just took a couple of them. Lots of people stopped, but they'll all be funding them again in 10 minutes. From the Western Journal, Canadian City Hall hit by terror attack. Suspect cited genocide in Gaza Manifesto. A city hall facility in Canada was struck with a terror attack perpetrated by a man who was upset over the conflict going on between Israel and the forces of Hamas in Gaza. Bezhani Savar fired shots and exploded a Molotov cocktail-style device inside the Edmonton City Hall building. Sarvar has been charged with a series of offenses, including reckless arson in an occupied property, possessing incendiary materials, use of a firearm while committing an offense, careless use of a firearm, throwing an explosive substance, and discharging a firearm into a building. Now listen to this. One charge, one initial charge, has already been dropped. Police noted that a charge of knowingly possessing an unauthorized firearm was removed from his list of charges. So he knew he had it. He knew that it wasn't authorized, and they dropped it anyway. That is that is typical Canada. It's coming to what's in America, too. But uh, I'm sure that a lot of those other ones will be dropped as well, and then eventually they'll give him a government job to placate him. That's from Breitbart. U.S. asks China to ask Iran to ask the Houthis to stop Red Sea shipping. The U.S. asked China to ask Iran to ask the Houthis to stop attacking. That's our policy. Breitbart, China mocks Biden for requesting help with the Houthis. Now something interesting from Mongolia, from Reuters. Mongolian gas truck, this is very sad, blast kills three firefighters. Since then, three more have died. Three firefighters died while trying to quell a rapidly spreading fire after a truck with 60 tons of liquefied natural gas crashed in the Mongolian capital. More than 600 firefighters and 100 vehicles were needed to put out the fire. The fire quickly engulfed several nearby buildings, including a residential building, local online news outlets said. So they got burned, and that's just terrible. Daniel 12 Technology from Fox. AI wearable contraption gives you superhuman strength. Now, we talked about these before, and they were U.S. military, and they developed them. And I said these are going to come out soon in the civilian area. Here they are, okay? Uh, Unfortunately, it's a Chinese company, but that's okay. I got some good news at the end. It's not in the article. It's my thought on it. Hypershell. A robot startup from Y Combinator China has created the Hypershell Pro X, an all-terrain exoskeleton that will take your outdoor adventures to the next level. So he likes outdoor adventures. Do you want it to go to the next level? Yes. He does. Does anybody else here like outdoor adventures? Because if you do, next level stuff here. Okay. She's pointing at the colonel there. So looks like he's going to go to the next level. Um, don't freak out at the end because I got good news coming. Um, the device is like a second skin that fits over your legs and boosts your strength, speed, and endurance. 
It uses AI to sense your movements and adjust to your needs. It can switch between nine different motion postures from walking to running to climbing and provide up to 800 watts of power to help you lift your legs more easily. It can also offset up to 66 pounds of weight so you can carry a heavy backpack without feeling the burden. Now, that's where the U.S. military was really excited about this because they had soldiers carrying like 150 pounds and they weren't even feeling it. So somebody in the private market has come up with this now. They've took the idea, developed it, and you can now get it. It is not bulky or heavy. It weighs only two kilograms. That's 4.4 pounds, so it's not a lot, and can fold up to fit in your backpack. It's also durable and weather-resistant, working well in temps as low as minus 20 degrees Celsius. And with an IP54 rating for dust and water protection, Hypershell Exoskeleton helps provide power to your legs with more strength and to lift your legs more easily. It is not approved by the FDA as a medical device, so you should not use it instead of any medical care or for any health-related reason. It is only for people who can walk normally without any problems. It's a revolutionary device that can enhance your outdoor experience and make you feel like a superhuman. It is designed to be lightweight, versatile, and powerful, and to suit your needs and preferences. Here's the bad part. It costs $599 to $1,299, depending on what you want. Okay, so that's bad. I've got a friend. Uh, I won't give his name, but uh, he attends here, and he's Russian, and he's got an Arab wife. He's a Russian Jew, and he's got an Arab wife. He bought one of the Apple things that you look through. It's a new computer system, and it is very impressive. I put it on yesterday, and I was very impressed. I would not own one because I don't want that in my head, but I did want to see what it was like, and she could watch on the TV what I was seeing, and it was neat. If you put it on, it's way neater. But I will say this. He bought it at the full price because it's a new unit. And it was like, we'll say $3,500. I don't know what it cost him, but I'll just say it was that. Uh, you know, Apple have it out in a year and a half for $1,200. So if you are scared of that $599 to $1,299 price, these are made in China by a Chinese. They'll be at the uh, dollar mart in about five months. Okay, so you can get them for a couple bucks. But right now, I know they're expensive. But if the Chinese are making it, they will start after they get the initial people that are all willing to pay that high price, it'll come right down. Okay, that's the good news for you. That's my prediction. That's my 2024 20, 20, prediction. Okay, it's a dangerous world, including the inevitable plagues noted in the book of Revelation from Zero Hedge. This is going to cause a plague one of these days, a plague of your rights being lost. And that's why I included it here instead of somewhere else. FDA's new rule allows for medical research without informed consent. Yes. In an effort to encourage the discovery of more treatment and diagnostic options in the medical field, the FDA has finalized a rule allowing certain clinical trials to operate without obtaining informed consent from participants. What I would tell you is that you need, when you go in for anything, you say, I do not consent to anything without informed consent. You, you're going to need to tell them this because they have approved this. The hitch, the study cannot pose more than minimal risk to humans, but they get to decide this. So this is a problem and must include appropriate safeguards to protect the rights, safety, and welfare of those involved. The rule was issued in late December 2023 and went into effect January 22nd, 2024, which is a week ago. We anticipate this new rule will enable minimal risk research that would not be practicable to conduct otherwise. This could include studies comparing the effectiveness of approved products 
to determine which options work best for certain patients. The FDA initially proposed the rule in November 2018, permitting an institutional review board to waive the requirement for informed consent under certain conditions. The agency received fewer than 50 comment letters on the proposed rule from academia, IRBs, public advocacy groups, industry, trade organizations, public health organizations, and citizens. Most of the comments favored the agency's efforts, supporting the rule because it reduced admin burdens on both IRBs and, which are internal review boards, just so you know what that is, and researchers, while encouraging valuable research on important health issues affecting the public without putting trial participants at risk. Not all comments were supportive, with some warning that a waiver of consent may be necessary and ethically justifiable for certain types of clinical investigations that are critical for medical advancement, patient care, and safety. However, many researchers noted in their support that certain minimal risk trials are nearly impossible to conduct if consent is required. That shouldn't matter one bit. If it's impossible to conduct, that tells you there's a problem right there. Okay, much of the pushback against the new rules suggested the changes would allow IRBs to compromise on standards, which is exactly what will happen. Slowly, incrementally, they will compromise more and more, adding that the term minimal risk is too vague and could be misinterpreted or abused. That is what's coming. Minimal risk, as defined by the FDA, means the likelihood of experiencing harm or discomfort is not greater for a subject during a study than for them during everyday tasks. Well, you know, I fell off my roof a couple years ago. That could have been damaging. I happened to land on my feet. It was three stories high. I landed on my feet, and I was okay. But that doesn't happen to everybody, and that's a daily task. That's just something that happens. Oh, he's, you know, it it might break his leg, but we're going to do it anyway. You can see where this is going. In other words, there's minimal risk in nearly every activity from walking to putting away the dishes to picking the kids up from school. The study's risk cannot exceed the risk of one's daily experiences. Well, like I say, you're picking up the kids from school, you get out of your car and you get hit and killed. Who determines that? That is absolutely crazy that they would have you in anything that is a test that you haven't consented to. You, you have to consent to take an aspirin at a hospital. That is, you check that out with our hospital because if they were doing that, I'll go somewhere else or I'll start our own hospital. The superior word hospital services and we require informed consent. Morality is declining from LifeSite. Pro-abortion congressman introduces bill to save rats from inhumane glue traps. Pro-abortion congressman wants to save rats from glue traps. Wow. Representative Ted Lieu has consistently, not just once or twice, he is consistently, he's a hard left liberal, consistently voted to eliminate or prevent protections for the unborn and for children born alive after failed abortions. And yet he wants to protect rats from glue traps. That person is insane. Mail online. Yeah, put him in it. Mail online, over 300 schools, including primaries, secondaries, and even nurseries, are told to stop calling pupils boys and girls after signing up to scheme run by controversial trans rights lobbying group Stonewall. That's in the UK. They don't want you calling your children a boy or girl anymore. CNN, 
Ohio lawmakers vote to override governor's veto of ban on gender-affirming care for minors. Good. I got a question for you, Tangerine. Is What is that child? It's a girl. Oh, are you sure? Good girl. Oh, I said the wrong thing. Are you a girl? This is an insane world. This world has gone absolutely crazy. From the Gateway Pundit, California judge rules woman who stabbed boyfriend 108 times while high will avoid prison, citing she had no control over her actions. What What she has done is legalized murder after you smoke pot. That's all she's done. She has absolutely legalized murder after smoking pot. If that is precedent and it is not overthrown, you will be able to murder somebody stabbing them 108 times and not be charged. Remember that happened in France. It happened in France. That's right. This this is insane, bizarro world. Wow. Breitbart, over half of Democrats support aborting babies with Down syndrome. Oh. Half of the people that vote Democrat say it's okay. German, uh, where is this? Uh, Breitbart, German justice minister wants to downgrade possession and distribution of child porn from a crime to a misdemeanor. Mail Online, trans vets sue government to pay for sex change operations, opening door to $100,000 taxpayer-funded surgeries for 163,000 non-conforming ex-service members. So $100,000 each, and that's just the initial cost. It'll go on forever. You're talking about billions of dollars for crazy people. How's that service connected? It's not. Yeah, absolutely. It's not at all. That's right. Zero Hedge, almost 30% of Gen Z adults claim they're queer. New poll finds, 30%. In other words, the queerness of society is approximately doubling every generation. This is what we would call societal transformation. This has nothing to do with what people actually are and what they've always thought. This is conditioning them. Other news, Zero Hedge, Czech government announces biggest single purchase ever. Check it out, the Czech government. Single biggest purchase ever, fleet of F-35 stealth jets. Good job, Czech Republic. The Czech Republic is checking out the F-35 stealth jets. They formally announced that it would replace its current fleet of Swedish Jazz 39 Gripen fighter jets with the Lockheed Martin F-35 Lightning II. Defense Ministry, uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that uh, person's name. Maya, you can... You can Send it to me somehow, but I'm not going to even try. We got a girl from the Czech Republic on right now, and I'm I'm trying to even get close to pronouncing this, and I wouldn't even. No way. So we're going to skip his name and U.S. Ambassador to the uh, Czech Republic, Bijan Sabe. That wasn't too bad. Signed an agreement for 24 F-35 stealth fighter jets. The deal is valued at 6.6 billion dollars and is considered the largest single purchase for the Czech military. The F-35 will be delivered in 2031, then the rest by 2035, which means it may not happen at all because the world may implode by then, but we'll get the money before it implodes, so good job. Okay, (laughs) the F-35 is the only system that can help us succeed in the future battlegrounds, and that, in the case of need, will manage to effectively defend ourselves against aggression together with our allies. 
Chief of the General Staff, Lieutenant General Carl Recha said, okay, or Recha said, this comes amid rising tensions in Eastern Europe, the Mideast, and the Indo-Pacific region as the world teeters on the edge of major conflict. Well, they've checked out our technology and the Czechs like what they checked out. Good. Okay, from MSN, a roaring tailwind just hurled a passenger plane at 826 miles per hour. China Airlines Flight 5116 rocketed to a speed of 826 miles per hour as it bolted eastward across the Pacific last Thursday. The commercial flight, which departed from Taipei, landed more than an hour early in L.A., propelled by exceptionally strong tailwinds. A roaring Pacific jet stream supercharged by the El Nino climate pattern and moving at more than 250 miles per hour gave the flight a boost. The aircraft did not break the sound barrier. Now, why would that be? Anybody? There's two reasons. Nobody heard it. Oh, that's a good one. Nobody heard it. Go ahead. Why? The plane is moving with the air. And secondly, the sound barrier changes at different levels of altitude. So uh, there are two factors that go into it, but that is the main one in this case. Even though they're going 850 miles an hour, the air is moving them. They're going with the air. He is a very smart person. Right there. Okay. Anytime I ask one of these technical questions, that hand goes up. Okay. The aircraft did not break the sound barrier. Even though its ground speed was greater than the speed of sound, it was still moving through the surrounding air at its ordinary cruise speed. It just so happened that the surrounding air was also moving. It flew 7,205 miles in just 10 hours and 18 minutes, which rounds to an average speed of 700 miles per hour. That's including takeoff landing and all the slower points in the journey. Amazing. From the post-millennial, Trudeau liberals relied on fabricated intelligence to justify use of emergency acts against the Freedom Convoy. A report claimed that the government used disinformation to crack down on the Freedom Convoy protest. Some of those people lost their jobs. They lost their livelihoods. Everything went bad because of this. Zero Hedge, a Ukrainian model's crowning. Anybody read this? As Miss Japan shows the spread of liberal globalism in Asia. You got this lady that, you know, Japanese are like this tall and she's like this tall. And I will, I'm not going to tell you what I thought about her, but I didn't think what I thought about the other contestants. I'll leave it at that and be gracious. Okay. Not even close. From the perspective of Japan's historically conservative nationalistic society, ethnic ancestry, not citizenship, language, or culture, is the crucial prerequisite for truly being considered Japanese. Thus disqualifying ethnic Ukrainian Karolina Shino in their mind and making her crowning an insult to all ethnic Japanese women. She doesn't even look Japanese. I mean, she might have some Japanese on the mom or dad side. She doesn't look at all. She's not qualified, and they gave it to her anyway, just to make a statement. It is disgusting. All those pretty girls standing there, gypped out. It's like having these guys stand up with the women, and they give it to the guy, even though he's just a guy. U.S. News. No diploma? No problem. Navy, again, lowers requirements as it struggles to meet recruitment goals. Now, I have a colonel that messaged me about this, and he said that they did this in the Army, and the Army suffered greatly. Yeah, 
We still required our high school degrees or GEDs at the time. They required a high school or GED diploma, high school diploma or GED at the time, and they still suffered. Yeah. And now they're doing this. I mean, you're, 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 you're scraping the bottom of the barrel here, folks. Yeah. The Navy is starting to enlist individuals who didn't graduate from high school or get a GED, marking the, the only time that this is acceptable is during war when they get drafted. Right. That is it. They don't, they didn't graduate. Okay, marking the second time in about a year that the service has opened the door to lower performing recruits as it struggles to meet enlistment goals. The decision follows a move in December 2022 to bring in a larger number of recruits who score very low on the ASQT. They're not only not smart and not finishing school, they can't even passes ASQT. Both are fairly rare steps that the other military services largely avoid or limit, even though they are all finding it increasingly difficult to attract the dwindling number of young people who can meet the military's physical, mental, and moral standards. Get that. They're not physically qualified to defend you. They are not mentally qualified to defend you, and they are not morally qualified to defend you, and yet they're doing this. Under the new plan, Navy recruits without an education credential will be able to join as long as they score 50 or above on the qualification test, which is out of 99. The last time the service took individuals without education credentials was in 2000. We get thousands of people into our recruiting stations every year that want to join the Navy, but they do not have an educational credential, and we just turn them away, which only makes complete sense. He said that of the more than 2,400 who were turned away last year, as many as 500 of them could score high enough to get in. He said he has already sent an order to his recruiters to start the new expanded effort. <laughs> Mail online. U.S. will keep, and the reason why I'm reporting on this is because I reported on it about two months ago. They are putting a facility in the U.K. at American expense for some reason. And I said, watch. And here it is. U.S. will keep nuclear weapons in Britain for the first time in 15 years as fears of a European war edge even closer. Pentagon documents reveal that the U.S. is intending to place warheads three times the strength of the Hiroshima bomb on U.K. soil. Mail online. San Francisco's oldest toy store, which inspired... Toy Story, blockbuster movies, shuts down after 86 years to the perils and violence of the downtown as it becomes the latest victim of zombie city awash with drugs, homelessness, and crime. I was talking to somebody that was there just last week, and he said he was walking around, and other than homeless people, there was nobody downtown. It was a ghost town. They have ruined their city. They have nothing to fund it with, and they're still frittering their money away on just the most useless things. Typical liberals in this world. I, I just It's disgusting what's happening. All because they did something. They left this behind. That's why this is happening. After 86 years in business, Jeffrey's Toys cited the perils and violence of downtown as a reason for permanently closing its doors. Where was that? Uh, San Francisco. San Francisco. AP, another one. Oakland. Oakland, uh, California. In and out. The most popular thing going on on the West Coast of America, in and out, to close its first location in its 75-year history due to a wave of car break-ins and robberies. Wow. Liberals, let them have it every time. Who said it? 
You're not going to get this, but I'm going to read it anyway. One person in here might get it, I would think, but I don't even think that. So just listen and enjoy the quote. To achieve world government, it is necessary to remove from the minds of men their individualism, loyalty to family traditions, national patriotism, and religious dogmas. You're all close. You're all close because it's the same mentality, but it is a guy named Brock Chisholm the first director of the World Health Organization. That shows you. This goes all the way back, and they've been, they've been pushing this. One more time, listen to this. Individualism, loyalty to family traditions, national patriotism, and above all, religious dogma. Get rid of it, and you will have the society that those people want, which is exactly what I just read you from Oakland and San Francisco and every other liberal city that is in the world today. Okay. What? Not today, Satan. Oh, I'm sorry. Get out of here. Okay, I got a Lesrick here for you. I think it's Kathy, if I remember. Long week. Very tired. Um, let's see here. Oh, yeah. It was Kathy. So what if you can't pass the test? We no longer recruit just the best. No diploma for you? We will take you. It's true. If you want to join up, it's no jest. Okay, good stuff. Um, I got an irony. I got, yes, two ironies here for you. And they're quite ironic. But before I give you an ironic irony, I would like my daughter one more time to come up here. Please come up. I just, I want them to see this beautiful baby, okay? They need to be encouraged. I try to say something encouraging every week. This week, I'm not going to say much. I've already talked a lot. You guys have had your ears talked off my me. Look, at she, she's all tuckered out. Get ready. It's going to get a lot worse when it's about this big, okay? This is encouraging. If this doesn't encourage you, you are like the uh, mouse in the glue trap guy, okay? This is a human being created in God's image. She wants you to pick pick the baby up. I I can't, she says. There we go. There, okay. That is encouraging. Give me a kiss, you. And you too. Don't get away, you. Go on. Okay. All right. I got a couple of uh, ironies and we will be done. From the Gateway Pundit. Kamala Harris, now listen to this. This is ironic. Consider the source and the words. Kamala Harris says we could lose this democracy if we elect a president who would weaponize the DOJ and go after their political enemies. That is projection at its highest. Okay, now this is even more ironic. It's not as peanut-headed as the last one, okay? Listen to this and think think it through. If you can't think it through, maybe I'll have to explain it. I don't think I will. You're a smart audience. Zero hedge. Seven-figure hole. Democrat socialists of America in financial crisis. They can't afford to hire capable comrades. Socialism. Hello? They ran out of other people's money. Such is the world in which we live. So from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett, and that is your CG Prophecy Report for the week.